Welcome into the student section, October 31st. It's Halloween and a special Halloween edition of the student section podcast. Matt Murphy joined by Tom Scabelli and Dan DiOrio. Guys, we're keeping this thing moving and we're on social media now. We're everywhere, the student section, but not really because our Twitter at student sec pod, student S-E-C-P-O-D hasn't really taken off yet. But I mean, once the season gets here, I think we'll really kind of kick that into gear. We've reached double-digit followers. That's a good start. Yeah, it's, I mean, 11 followers. That's 11 more time. than zero. That's how I think about it. I mean, look, we, we created it like a week ago. So if you want to go follow us, don't expect to, to see a whole lot we of are, content We are just team yet. follow back, which is big. Yeah. But once the college basketball season starts, we'll be tweeting out, you know, some highlights, some funny stuff, and, and some other good stuff going on along with, you know, promoting our podcast and stuff. So get in now. It's like buying, like, Apple stock when it was, like, two bucks, and we only have 11 followers. Bitcoin. And, or, or Bitcoin, <laughs> No, too. it's it's like the real student section. You need to get in as soon as possible so you have a good view of the action. The sooner you get in, the better view you're going to get. We're going to have a lot of good content up there, so definitely follow back. I love that comparison right there. And, again, the Twitter is at studentsecpod, S-E-C-P-O-D. You can also find us under at WFUV Sports. Our, tweet, our episodes get tweeted out there, obviously. A little bit more following on that account. And last week, I mistakenly said you can subscribe under WFUV Sports on Twitter. Obviously, I meant subscribe under WFUV Sports on iTunes, and that's where you can have our episodes in your feed over there, the purple app that you see on your phone. But we do have a great interview today, so we want to keep this intro short and get it moving because Josh Braun, a senior guard from Grand Canyon University, gave us a ton of time today, very thoughtful answers, an all-around great guy, and their team is going to be one of the most interesting teams in college basketball to follow because after a four-year probation period, they are eligible for the NCAA tournament for the first time at the Division I level because they made the shift from D2 to D1, so a very exciting opportunity for GCU this year, Tom. Obviously great to have Josh Braun on. It's a really cool story, Grand Canyon. We started to hear about them a little bit last year. Josh wrote a piece for the Players' Tribune, which we asked him about, and you know, it's it's a really cool story playing with a chance to get to the tournament for the first time. He's a great guy. You'll hear in the interview. We had a longer interview with him than we have with any of our guests so far. So yeah, so it was wrap a, it up. A fun interview, and a great team name for Grand Canyon, the Antelopes. But let's not get too far into this because there is a lot to get to. Let's send it to our interview with Josh Braun. Pleased to be joined by Josh Braun, a six-four. Senior guard from Grand Canyon University of the WAC, the Western Athletic Conference for all of our East Coasters. He is the WAC preseason player of the year and a reigning two-time first-team all-WAC selection. Josh, thanks for giving us some time here on Halloween, and welcome into the student section. Yeah, you bet. I'm excited to be a part of the show. We'll jump right into it with some questions about your team and your individual game heading into this 2017-18 campaign your Grand Canyon University Antelopes are eligible for the NCAA tournament this year for the very first time in school history following the four-year probation, so to speak, period after making the transition from D2 to D1. What's it going to take for you and the Antelopes to get to the big dance? Well, I think uh, you know that's trying to make it to the big dance is something that we've started preparing for the last four years. I think uh, you know every year Coach Marley's been big on um, you know help you know just emphasizing that each year we're trying to get better, trying to prepare so that when we are eligible um, that we can make it. So I think we've done a, he's done a good job of um, putting that in our DNA where we're um, constantly working towards that goal. And I think, you know, now that it's here, I think we've got, a, you know, a deep team and, and a team that's uh, you know, ready to work hard and do what it takes to get there. 
Josh, with this being the first season that you guys are eligible for the tournament, how high is the anticipation and the excitement level for the season, both on a personal level and for the team? I imagine you guys are pretty pumped. Oh, yeah, we're, we're really excited. And, and, like, for me, myself, I've been a part of this team for – this is my fifth year now. Um, I registered my first year, and so um, I've been a part of this whole process from, uh, from day one. And, and, you know, four years, it's been a long wait, man, and, and I can't wait to, to have a shot. Um, you know, it's it's been tough the last few years where the season's ended, and, you know, we can't really go much further. I mean, we've been able to play in the CIT and on tournaments like that, but, um, you know, not nothing quite like the uh, the March Madness tournament. So, um, so that's something that we've been really excited about. Um, you know, I mean, even, even Midnight Madness, we had, you know, 200-some students camping. I think we had 250 students at least camping out in front of the arena. Um, getting ready for Midnight Madness alone. So, uh, you know, just as far as a team standpoint, we're we're extremely excited. Coaches are extremely excited, and our student body is um, is is super excited as well. And they can't wait for the season to get started. You mentioned redshirting your freshman year. Was that done with the thought in mind that you wanted to be here for the first year that you guys are eligible for the tournament, or that had something more to do with the knee injury you suffered in high school? Yeah, that. I mean, that had something more to do with the knee injuries. I mean, I wanted to play right away. Um, you know, couldn't quite get the knees right and ready, but. Uh, yeah, that was kind of the blessing in disguise. You know, I, you know, at the time we kind of figured, okay, if I redshirt, well, then you know that'll put me, um, you know, in a, with a chance to, you know, make the tournament my last year and and you know finish my career with a bang. And Tom just brought up the the unfortunate injuries from high school. You've obviously overcome a ton of adver- ton of adversity, two torn ACLs while you were at the high school level. How difficult was the journey of getting to where you are now as the conference preseason player of the year at the division one level man it's it's been tough um you know i I, i'm just thankful you know that yeah i praise praise god praise my lord for uh you know let me continue to play this game and have the opportunity to be healthy and continue to play i've I've made some changes and adjustments i'm especially going into this year i dropped 25 pounds um i look less like a linebacker more like a basketball player (laughs) um we had kind of a a strength training regimen that kind of really bulked us up last year and this year it's been nice to kind of slim down um you know take some pressure off the legs and my you know i've it's it's crazy i feel you know as healthy as i did back in high school and it's been nice to kind of um, get back to that point where I'm feeling healthy, feeling explosive, um, feeling quick, um, you know, and it's it's taken a while to get from, you know, I tore the first ACL, um, you know, recovered in six months, came back, tore the other ACL on the on my left leg. I tore the right one first and the left one, um, and that was only a couple of months after I started playing again, so it was kind of one right after the other, and, um, you know, a couple you know, years later, it takes a while for you to start feeling like yourself again, and now that I'm, you know, kind of in a groove and and I've been healthy for a while, and I've been, I'm so thankful that I've you know, had the opportunities that I've had. I, you know, I can't wait to um, get this one year started and <laughs> see what we can do. So, Josh, as we mentioned, uh, Grand Canyon, obviously a brand-new D1 basketball team. How would you describe the program and the team to someone not familiar with this team or someone that's never heard of Grand Canyon before? Well, I think uh, you know our coaches have had the vision of being um, similar to a Gonzaga. We don't have a football team, basketball's um, the biggest you know, sport program on campus, and now we have other tremendous. Uh, you know, we've got some some other great teams that have won the WAC already um, throughout the transition process, just with regular season alone. But I think um, you know the goal of mine was to be kind of like a Gonzaga, be a team that is always you know close to, to being ranked and, and making noise and, and being able to kind of make runs in the tournament going forward. So that's been kind of the culture and the, um, you know, the identity that they've been trying to build. And, 
Um, you know, we, we've got one of the greatest student sections and the greatest in college, environments in college basketball. I mean, I've gotten to play, you know, in Kentucky, um, gotten to play at Louisville, gotten to play at Duke. And, um, and man, if you ever get a chance to come out to a GCU game, you'll see that, man, the atmosphere is just like anybody um, in the in the college you know, arena. It's, it's, um, it's insane. And, um, the students, you know, sell out just about every night and they go crazy. And man, it's, it's been, it's been great to play for those fans. Maybe we'll fly out there and have our first road show for the student section. That sounds like a pretty good time. Hey, that sounds like a good time to me. I'd, I'd be happy if you guys would come down. <laughs> so you and your head coach, Dan Marley have a special relationship. You first met him when you were 11 or 12 and then ended up you know getting that phone call from him after the previous Grand Canyon staff was fired saying that he was the new coach he wanted to keep you on can you just elaborate uh you know on your your relationship with him well yeah no and you alluded back to um when I was I can't remember it was probably probably 10 or 11 yeah and we my family we'd go to Marley's um, sports grill every once in a while after a son's game or or whatever and I remember meeting him there you know a long time ago I have a autographed coach marley you know picture that uh i got from his restaurant a long long time ago um i don't know if i've shown it to him yet but i think he knows about it um but it's you know after the injuries and stuff i i lost a ton of ton of scholarship offers um you know a lot of schools kind of backed off on me um and i didn't have uh, hardly any options left i mean the uh the previous coaching staff at gcu got fired so got let go and um and so i i didn't think that was an option any longer and um i you know, was pretty much run out of options, and I was thankful that Coach Marley, out of the blue, ended up giving me a call saying, "Hey, we know that you've dealt with some injuries. Um, we know that you've had, you know, some struggles, but we think you're a great player, and we think you could be, you know, a huge part of this team." And um, and man, I was I was thankful that he even considered me and and uh, continued to recruit me after um, the other coaching staff had had left. And um, man, the rest is history. But he's been an incredible coach. He's you know, he coaches the way he plays. Um, he's he's a very up and down, you know, get up and go offense. You know, shoot it if you're open, um, and so which I love, man, because I like to let it fly. So it's been it's been a lot of fun. Hey, shoot or shoot, and Coach Marley, obviously a former NBA player, uh, most of that with the Phoenix Suns and a couple of other teams. What advice does he give the team that you maybe think comes from his time in the pro ranks? Well, I mean, he always, um, you know, he'll tell stories about Garden. Michael Jordan, he'll tell stories about, uh, you know, being in the, you know, in the playoffs and, and just, you know, playing in, in Bulls, you know, the Bulls stadium going, you know, on road trips, all that kind of stuff. So he takes little, little tidbits of, of his career um, and just shares them with us regardless. I mean, he's got, you know, so many stories that apply to so many situations, um, you know, within, you know, our season, you know, throughout the season. And, um, and it's neat to always listen to a guy that's been there, done it all. Um, you know, he's been an all-star. He's been, you know, on the, the Olympic team. He's um, just about done it all, man. And he's, you know, was incredible in his day and age. And um, it's it's just neat to, to know, okay, this guy's been here. He's done it. Um, he knows what he's talking about. Um, and he's always, you know, gives great advice. And, and just is, he just knows the game inside and out, especially from an offensive perspective. So, Josh, obviously your fifth year at Grand Canyon, as you mentioned, if there's one thing you're most proud of during your time there, what is it? I'm most proud of? I don't know. I think, um, you know, just the opportunity I've had to just meet great people. I think, you know, from my freshman year, I've been able to to do a good job of being involved on campus. Um, you know, Grand Canyon University has been um, been huge for me. It's been, been fun. I finished with a business management degree, and I'm almost done with my MBA now. And, um, but you know, I think 
other than being on the basketball team and being able to you know have the success with the team that we've had and um, enjoy those you know each and every season I think it's been been able to be you know just involved on campus I think you know GC has created a great atmosphere for students and um, and that's been probably one of my biggest highlights is just being able to be a part of the student body and, and not just kind of look at it from afar. All right, Josh, just a couple more questions before we move into the Start the Buses uh, segment of the show. What was it like playing these pet well, four years, three years, I guess, in your case, playing those years knowing that there was no chance uh, of getting to the tournament, sort of in like a, a no-win, no-lose scenario? What was that like, you know, at the end of every game? Well, and it's... That's the thing is it's, uh, you know, it's preparation. It's, it's, it's having, you know, big picture mentality, knowing that, okay, um, you know, this, all this, all this work is going to lead up to, um, you know, this year where we're able to be eligible for the tournament. But I think coach did a great job of also, you know, shifting our perspective. You got to kind of, you know, play games too with yourself and, and recognize that like, okay, not, you know, we're not eligible for the tournament. We can't play in the WAC postseason tournament, um, you know, quite yet, but, um, we can still win the WAC regular season. So it was almost like we looked at every every game in con- conference play, um, especially as kind of like our tournament games. You know, we, we took those real seriously. Those were, you know, big games for us because that was something that we could win. We could win the WAC conference, uh, you know, conference play. And um, and so it was just kind of having that mindset and just kind of tricking yourself to just know, okay, not focus on the fact that, okay, we can't make the tournament this year um, and, you know, kind of get down on that, but rather – um, focus on what we can do this year and, and right now, and that was you know compete in the WAC and, and try to win the WAC each and every year. Okay, Josh, one more question from me before we start the buses here. You have talked about during this interview your student section, and obviously that's the name of our podcast, the student section. Yours is right. called the Havocs, and mm-hmm. I've seen articles where they've been referred to as the best student section in the country. What type of stuff do they do at the games, and do you have a particular – memory or something they've done during your career there oh it's i mean they're crazy they, they do a great job and and like i said i mean this year alone for midnight madness they had 20 you know 250 people plus just camping out in front of the arena for you know a day or two and um you know i knew a couple of the guys you know i, I came to green can you know right at the start and I, I lived in phoenix so i've always been kind of close to the university you know i've had friends that have gone here so i know the the um, the small group of students that started the Havocs in the first place. And, um, I mean, they love the game of basketball. They love, you know, sports in general. And, uh, you know, they've got all their scouting reports for the other team. They've got, you know, there's they, all these themed events. And, um, you know, they've got just, you know, streamers going left and right. They all dress up. I mean, I, you know, there's always a, a panda in the front row. There's guys that are dressed. As, I mean, they, they just go nuts. I mean, if you can imagine – like a college, you know, crazy game day party type environment. That's it. I mean, they're all dressed up. They're all going nuts. But, you know, they don't stop. They never sit down. Um, they're hopping up and down. You know, it's just, it's, it's insane. And if, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys can show a video or if you have you've gotten to look at any of those videos, but it's just, it's insane. And it's, it's louder than, than any environment I've ever played in. And it just, it gets you excited. And it's definitely a home, home court advantage for sure. Yeah, it seems that way for sure. Let's do our start the buses segment because it is Halloween and we know you've got to get ready to go trick-or-treating so this is just a bunch (laughs) of rapid fire questions the first couple maybe Halloween themed and then some other things that we'll throw in at the end I'll start us up what's your favorite Halloween candy favorite Halloween candy I'll have to go with um, Snickers that's uh, that's the favorite favorite Halloween costume as a kid yeah 
I actually only went hauling trick or treating once or twice. Um, believe it or really? not, really, it was yeah, no, only went trick or treating once or twice. And my memory was being, I think I was like four or five, and I was lying. Are you going out tonight? If so, what are you dressing as? If if so, I think uh, <laughs> believe it or not, Chipotle has a three dollar burrito. Special, yeah, that's right. So I will be wearing. Yes, no, I'll be uh, I'll be wearing a Christmas sweater. Um, with some eggnog with a little Santa hat. So I think it'll be kind of a, a you know, cross holiday. Um, uh, great idea. That's actually really there. funny <laughs> that you said, because I was planning on being Santa for Halloween. I thought it'd be kind of ironic to be Santa on Halloween. So great minds yeah, think alike. Yeah, I ended up not, you get it. You get I, it. Exactly. I ended up not <laughs> buying the costume because I forgot about it. And then party city didn't have a Santa hat. I just went today. I should have bought it online earlier. So that's on me, but I like that great minds think alike. All right, right uh, on. <laughs> in honor of Halloween, what's your favorite scary movie? Favorite scary movie? Okay, it's not it's not necessarily a scary movie. It's more of a thriller. Um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, The Shutter Island. That movie, I think that's a pretty good one. I like that one a lot. Do you think he was Andrew or Teddy? I'm sorry. Do you think he was Andrew or Teddy? I don't even know what that means. No, I mean he, oh, he knows what it means if he's right, saying right. it. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I I don't know. I go back and forth every time. That's I don't know tough. if he's crazy or if he's not. <laughs> So I know you mentioned going to Chipotle. I just would like to let you know I was just there. There's been a big line. I'm not sure that it's going to be the same I don't way. think it's the same one from the Bronx that yeah, he's going yeah. to. <laughs> but anyway, definitely get there early and wear a great costume. That would be hilarious. Anyway, oh, you got it. your hidden talent. Do you have a hidden talent? Do I have a hidden talent? I actually won, and I talked to you guys about, um, you know, and here I'll share a little bit more about my memory, um, one of my favorite memories from GCU. I was in, every year they have a Mr. GCU pageant. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, you, you get nominated, um, you know, the student body nominates you. And it's, it's the craziest thing because, like, um, you have to do a hidden talent. You have to, you know, dress as a certain thing. And I had to dress as a superhero that year, and I was Aquaman. Um, so that could be another costume, but it wasn't a Halloween dress up. But anyway, um, for that, I did one of Peyton Manning's skits from uh, – it was an SNL skit. It was one of them where – um, they come into the locker room. They're all frustrated because they're losing, and Peyton Manning's thinking about just dipping out and, and, and being done with the game. But then the coach comes in, hypes them up, and gets them going. And I did a little rendition of that um, <laughs> with Coach Marley as the coach. And, uh, you know, I had my teammates up there, and we did a, a GCU at half, kind of a spoof of uh, Peyton Manning's Saturday Night Live skit. So that was kind of uh, that was a fun deal. So move on to non-Halloween questions. What's the most exotic food that you've ever eaten? Most exotic food. Um, when we went to Italy and Greece my freshman year for our foreign trip, I had, they were like cooked octopus tentacles, and that mm. was kind of different. Have you ever eaten snake? Because I went to Arizona once, I had snake out there. I thought it was really good. I don't know if that's a more typical cuisine for you guys out there. No, really. I've never had, I've lived here my whole life, and I've never had I think Tom got tricked. Good? He got tricked as a tourist <laughs> when he went out there. <laughs> was it good? Did they tell you? Yeah, it was that? really good. It kind of tasted like chicken, actually. Did it? Yeah. Well, that's what I figured. I was about to say uh, the tentacles tasted like chewy chicken. So I think uh, I think that's kind of the the usual go to. But um, did they tell you it's a usual dish out here? Yeah. I'm, well, I don't know if they said it was like we have it like ten times a week, but I mean they made it seem like it wasn't like that exotic. No, man. Well, no, I've never. I've lived out here my whole life, and I've never had it. So I'll have to take a look. <laughs> I must have got to find a spot. It was it was Cowboys <laughs> Grill or something in Sedona, Arizona. So if you want to check it out. <laughs> okay, in Sedona. All right, yeah. sounds good. And they're not even a sponsor of our show or anything. That was <laughs> free a free plug. <laughs> free plug. 
All right, Josh, we know you're, you're busy. So one more question from me, and I think Tom might have one more as well, and maybe even a call that he does. I'm not sure if he came up with one. Sometimes we like to have a broadcasting call for our guests as if they just made a shot, but he's looking at me like he kind of doesn't have anything. So my last question <laughs> is, do you have any pregame rituals, something you like to maybe do, eat, or listen to before a game? No, not really, man. I've, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty bland when it comes to that. I just kind of come in, do my job, and, and get out, man. That's uh, that's usually how I roll. I'll get in and I'll get some shots up prior to. Um, no crazy pump-up music. I, I do like to read sometimes just to kind of calm my mind before games. Um, but, man, other than that, it's, it's, you know, get in, get my form shots, get some jumpers up, work on the handles, you know, do my job, and, and go home. All right, so our last – this isn't a basketball-related question. I don't even know if you have a start. If you could consider this a start, the buses-related question. It's kind of just a question I had. You wrote an article on the Players Tribune. I was kind of just wondering what that experience was like. Did they reach out to you? Did you reach out to the, reach out to them? Did you get to meet Derek Jeter? Do you have his phone number? <laughs> How many questions is this? I'm a big Yankee fan. I just want to know what that experience was like. No, no, I wish. I wish I got to meet all those guys. But um, no, they they reached out to me. They wanted to do a piece, and they heard about the uh, heard about, you know just about the story and kind of. You know how the season's been going for us, and, and what our goals are, especially with us being eligible soon. So they they reached out to me, and um, you know wanted to do a piece, and so they worked with me about writing. Uh, you know, we, we were able to write, put together a, a cool story that just kind of you know told about DC basketball, told about myself, told about Coach Marley, um, and it was it was a really cool experience. It was neat to work with those guys, and uh, man, it was a, a fun deal. All right, Josh, thanks so much for giving us all this time and. Best of luck to you in Grand Canyon this year. We'll certainly be following along all year. And if you guys get to the tournament, we're going to have to have you come back on the student section sometime in March, all right? Hey, you bet. Anytime, guys. Anything you need. So I was, I was happy to be a part of it. And um, Best of luck to you guys with the rest of the show. Thanks, Thanks a Josh. lot. Thanks, a lot of Josh. Fun. Good luck Take care. Year. Good luck. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. That was Josh Braun, a redshirt senior guard from Grand Canyon University, a member of the Western Athletic Conference the whack really great guy a really fun interview and i'm excited for this grand canyon team to try to to do their thing this year the only one complaint i have about the interview is another week without a call from tom scabelli and ever since the william lee swatted away like a bee call he's really been quiet all right well i had one last week you know so this is three out of fourth out now the thing with so josh braun one i had thought of and this is for our New York listeners, if you're part of Mongo Nation, you'll get it. That Mike, you guys didn't even get it because I guess you're not true blue New Yorkers. But Mike Francesa's well, I'm from radio, New Jersey and Dan's from Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. So. so the radio, his radio thing was Mike's on. He's ready to go on the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. So I thought of Josh Braun. He's ready to go. Wait, Josh Braun. He's ready to go on the court shooting threes and free throws. Josh Braun. Josh Braun. But as a from a guy yeah. who's great, by the way, Jeez. as a guy from Arizona, he's not going to relate to that so I didn't really want to use it to him I was thinking maybe we could workshop a call with him something on like brains brawn and beauty but he had given us 20 minutes of his time I thought wow. we'd just let him go trick or for, when I looked at you during the interview and asked about the call it didn't look like you had even thought about it let alone had all that in your head so at least well, we have I, yeah. a little bit more clarity now but yeah Tom's in a slump. Hopefully next week slump. we can get back to uh, the full regularly scheduled calls. Dan, he needs a good night trick-or-treating. I see you've got a white <laughs> headband on here on Halloween in our Rose Hill studios in the That's Bronx. Right. So what are you going as tonight? I'm going to be D'Angelo Russell, huge basketball fan. For the third even, night in a row. Even when we leave the <laughs> studio, basketball does not stop. I'm being D'Angelo Russell, and I'm going to be crossing people up in the streets of the Bronx all night. I 
seriously doubt it. <laughs> but that's going to do it for episode seven of the second season of the student section. For my co-hosts, Tom Scabelli and Dan DiOrio, I'm Matt Murphy. And remember, even on Halloween, be a fan of the student section. I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free.